Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to our show. Gabe DeArmon, Sean Williams here. The Tuesday Tiger Recruiting Show where we talk, uh, you know, appropriately enough about Tiger Recruiting. Usually try to do it on a Tuesday. Uh, the marketing department stepped up its game and came up with a creative name for the show this year. So, uh, Sean, what's up, man? How you doing? Uh, I am doing well. Uh, thanks for the grand introduction there, Ed McMahon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. For- some shows those, you just gotta keep it simple, you know. I mean, you don't want to do fancy names around here. I mean, look, we're not reinventing the wheel here. This is not <laughs> Thursday night football on Amazon Prime. You know, we just we just get together in our little home offices and 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 do a little twenty minute chat every week. Uh, so, yeah. uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, uh, thanks, welcome in. Um, we'd appreciate anything you can do to spread the word that we do this live every Tuesday at two thirty. That is Sean Williams, our recruiting editor on one side of the screen, Gabe DeArmond, PowerMizzou.com publisher on the other side. And uh, if you are listening on a podcast afterwards, well, you can't see us, so you don't really care which ones, which uh, figure it out later. Uh, but want to, before we get into talking a little bit about Mizzou recruiting, taking your questions, anything like that, and if you do have questions or comments, feel free to uh Put them in the, the queue. We will get to them and answer them as we go along. But before we do that, I want to make sure that we give our weekly shout out to James Carlton State Farm. He presents this show every single Tuesday, as well as our football show with Gerard Hamilton every Wednesday and eventually basketball when it becomes that. Um when basketball season begins, but James Carlton state farm, you can see his Facebook address there on the bottom of the screen, facebook.com slash Carlton insurance. Uh, you can give him a call. You can visit him on the internet at carltoninsurance.net. And like, look, you've already found the internet. So you could just Google James Carlton state farm and find any information about him what, that you want. But if you call him, you're going to get a real person. You're not going to get a run around through a whole bunch of voice prompts and having to press a bunch of buttons and all that. Customer service is their thing. He's got a team of eight. They've been with him a long time. Uh, All they want is a chance at your business. They're Missouri fans, Power Mizzou subscribers and supporters. So just give him a shot. See if he can take care of you. Um, Give him a call there at 314-961-4800. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. And uh, recruiting classes cost a couple legs and a couple arms these days. Uh, We are in the the pay-for-play, I mean, NIL era in uh, in college football. And Sean, we were talking, like, it's it's super slow right now. I mean, Missouri had some some commitments. I saw Brett Norfleet last weekend on the sidelines, some 2024 kids, but it kind of feels like September and October has now become a little bit of the calm before the storm type of months. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, and we mentioned this on our previous uh, acutely uh, mentioned tiger recruiting, tiger Tuesday recruiting shows, but it's kind of like a reset period really, you know, because you've got, you've got guys you're going to probably check out, see their new film this fall, see their senior film, see if you're interested, you know, you might, be some possibility to try to flip some guys out there. So I think a lot of things are going to happen uh, more so like in November, December. And, uh, you know, in terms of uh, players coming in for official visits and things like that. So mm-hmm. uh, I think they're pretty set right now. And, you know, uh, you never know. I mean, you, you, you're going to see new targets pop up. I know they're offering a lot of underclassmen right now, but 
you know, we've seen them offer some a handful of JUCO guys recently. So, you know, JUCO's another route that they're going to go. Uh, you know, might see some more 2023 high school kids pop up as well. So, yeah, the uh, the 2023 class still sitting at 11 commitments right now, still 60th in the country. I mean, uh, I I don't know, man. We we talk about this. Is it is it an appropriate time for Missouri fans to be concerned about that or not yet? I would say not yet. I mean, because like I said, it's almost like a, it's almost like a re uh, you know reset button period. You know, you're trying to figure out who, who you can get on campus later. You know, later in the fall and things like that. You know, I know you know a lot of talk about Marvin Burks might you know uh, might be committed already, but you know you just kind of wait and see what's happening. Who knows? Uh, I mean, that would be a big get. You know, uh, you know another four star kid, in state kid in the in the class. So we'll see what happens with him. Uh, obviously he was in for the uh, season opener. So, I mean, that was, that was obviously good news to have him back on the camp on campus after his official uh, this summer. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, eh, you know, a little bit, and, but we've said this, you know, it's not going to, this class isn't going to be, uh, isn't going to be as good as it has been the last two years in terms of rankings and numbers and, and where they kind of stack up in the SEC and overall in the national rankings. So, um, but yeah, I, I, cause for concern. Uh, maybe a little bit, I guess, just in terms of you did swing and miss on the, on some guys you really wanted. and and um, But, you know, Breitkert's good. Berg's would be a good addition. Um, you know, I, th- I think a lot of – will probably kind of also hinge on how the season shapes up too, you know, and the yeah. trajectory of where the, where the program's going under Drinkwitz right now. So, Yeah, well, here's, here's where Missouri fans sit right now from finish strong, who I can tell you from previous shows is I'm just going to say it, maybe not the most optimistic Missouri fan that, that watches us here on YouTube, but <laughs> we take all kinds. We appreciate optimists, pessimists, trolls, whatever. We, we don't care. I mean, uh, as long as you're watching, as long as you're, you know, giving us nice reviews, that's all we care about. But he says, will this be the worst recruitment class in school history? I think it's possible unless drink starts winning some games. Sean, I think it's not possible. I, I think it is not possible that this is going to be the worst recruiting class in the history of the University of Missouri. I don't think so either. Um, I, you know, hey, look, I'm not going to sit here and go back and look at the numbers, but I'm pretty sure this won't be the worst class ever. Uh, I think they can. I think they can string it together and get in the fifties. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I tell you what, man, that 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 1907 class I felt like was rough for Missouri. I think uh, I, I I think Dave Campbell's Texas football had some of those guys rated real low, and that that really hurt Missouri. Uh, yeah. Really, really started picking it up for a little while in the teens, but then all their good recruits were going to war and stuff. And it's, <laughs> it, it, they really struggled for a few Man, the, years. Those recruiting classes during world war two, really tough, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, but, but then after world war two was great. You could recruit like 27 year olds. So, right. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so jump back, uh, broke breakfast wants to know anything new on Jabari Johnson. Seems like it's been quiet around him. I think that's a good thing for Missouri that it's been quiet. Yeah. Right? Like we haven't seen a, he's not tweeting out a million offers. He's not taking visits. It just, committed to Missouri and that's where it's at yeah it seems to be pretty cut and dry with him you know uh whenever he came in for his spring official and uh you know uh he came in for the official and he he committed and he's good and I I think he's with every commitment they've had since then I think he's responded you know on Twitter he's Mm -hmm. been very vocal about recruiting other guys whenever they jump into class he always subtweets them so 
uh, yeah, uh, you want it to be quiet. You don't want him tweeting out more offers, man. <laughs> right. I mean, right. but we saw, we were talking about that before we came on uh, came on the show. Had a big game this past week, and yeah. I think let me look at the stats here: uh, two hundred six yards passing, and he had two hundred seventy three rushing yards too. So I think one of those was like an eighty five yard touchdown run up the middle. So yeah. uh, he's definitely got some uh, definitely some dual threat capabilities at quarterback. I'm sure that's something that Missouri was very much looking for in a quarterback in this class. So he's definitely got the goods. He had a big, he had a big uh, game this past week. So yeah, I was, was going to say that that definitely qualifies to have him ranked as a dual threat guy. I think you run for two seventy three <laughs> in one game. You're not a pro style quarterback. If you can break off an 85 yard touchdown run up the middle. Yeah. You probably need to be a dual threat quarterback. No question. Um, so that's kind of a, a thing we, we said, we want to talk about um, the guys that are, you mentioned Jabari Johnson. You do following the future every Monday. Um, other guys, I mean, I think you have to start with Jamal Roberts seems to be having a hell of a year in St. Louis. Yeah, I mean, he's – I don't know how many total yards he's got, but he just rushed for 239 uh, again, uh, and he rushed for – we were there – you know, I was there for the uh, his first game of the season against SLU, and he rushed for 229 in that game. So, uh, but then – Getting better. Uh, yeah, his previous game uh, – or his last game over the weekend, 239, five touchdowns. Uh, one of those was a kick return touchdown, and he also had a 99-yard touchdown runner. So, um, yeah, he's doing big things. And it, with uh, <laughs> it's funny, you know, a lot, a lot of people, or at least a couple people on social media and, and, and on our message board as well have been saying, well, he's underrated. Yeah. You know, hey, man, if he keeps putting up these numbers, uh, he might be a four-star. You know, we'll just kind of see how that goes throughout the season. But yeah, well, that's what I was wondering. Is he underrated? But also, like, people forget. Missouri didn't offer him till like July. I mean, right, this was not right. a kid that had a Missouri offer a year and a half ago that's been on the radar forever. Yeah, you, I mean, you think back at his recruiting process and, you know, I mean, yeah, he came in for a camp, got an offer, and he wasn't, I would say he wasn't necessarily a take right away because, you know, they were mm-hmm. still trying to figure out where things were set, where, where with Jeremiah Love, you know, and then they, I think they kind of realized Jeremiah Love was kind of out of the picture and, you know, they brought Jamal back in, and he, he committed to Missouri. But I think that's that might be a, a that might be a really good pickup for Missouri, you know, when it's all said and done. Yeah. You know, when you look back in, like, two or three years, you know, whenever he's uh, out there at running back, he might be a, he might be an all-SEC running back. You never know. So that's what's kind of cool about recruiting classes and trying to project. But uh, Jamal's right. putting together a heck of a season right now, and he's, if he's putting up numbers like that, I mean, he'll definitely be in consideration to be uh, bumped up in the rankings for sure. Yeah. Uh, anybody else that, that when you're doing this every, every week, kind of running down stats that's that's really jumped out is is having a big year? <clears throat> yeah, I was going to say, uh, make a couple notes. I mean, Nicholas Deloach at a uh, Cohokia. Cahokia. Cahokia. Yeah, there you yeah. go. See, I always mess up with the Cahokia thing. But, uh, <laughs> you know, his team's not doing too great this year, but man, he's he's putting up some great numbers. I mean, he, you know, he plays both sides of the ball. He's always on the field. Um, in his game this past weekend, he had seven catches, 90 yards. He had seven tackles on defense. Uh, he returns kicks. He returns punts. Uh, so he always puts up really good numbers on offense and defense every week when I put these things together. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I think he's kind of an under-the-radar type of stud kind of player. I mean, I know Missouri likes him in the secondary, and I think he'll, he might be a guy to keep an eye on in the future for sure. I want him to like kick and play the trumpet too. I mean, it doesn't need to be coming off the field ever, right? There was a there was a kid in Tennessee that played the trumpet for the uh, the national anthem, and then he went out there and you know 
play quarterback for his team. So yeah, and then you got the uh, uh, the the dude from Kansas City that's a kicker too, the safety. Right, like Craig. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, no. I'm uh, talking about, I'm oh, talking oh, about you're the yeah. Justin Reed. Right, right. Yeah. Um, well, I remember William Moore, who was uh, he was like an All Big Twelve safety here in the mid two thousands. He played. He he played in the high school band. Like he would play in the marching band at halftime in mm-hmm. Haytai, Missouri in his football uniform. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think Haytai had a ton of kids. Like you take one saxophone out of that band, it might really impact the sound. So <laughs> they, they needed Willie Moe out there. Um, I, look, there were some 2024 kids on campus. I mean, I, it's a little early for me to start jumping into, into all of that and what, what the state has. Uh, but uh, I talked to actually got a chance to talk to Jeff Hafer, who played basketball here back when I was in school. And his son is is now being recruited as a tight end from Joplin. That was more a conversation of, man, this kind of sucks that we're old enough that, you know, our <laughs> kids are in college and being recruited to go to college and things like that. But uh, uh, Jeff was coaching basketball up till about a year ago, brought brought his son Wit up to the game and, uh, you know, quite a few younger guys there. Yeah, yeah, with uh, definitely a, a new uh, target from Missouri, and obviously, you know, he's six foot seven. He's over, you know, like two thirty. So, I mean, he's a big frame kid. Seven, wow. Yeah, so we did we did a story on him pretty recent. Obviously, you know, got got ties to Missouri. So, I mean, that's that's definitely something to keep an eye on. Uh, and uh, Brian Huff, uh, the linebacker out of Arkansas, yep. he was in town. Yeah, he's, so uh, he he was a good looking kid uh i mean like i he's one of those kids that i saw i was walking along the sidelines and i go damn who's that and then i, yeah. I saw his name tag yeah <laughs> yeah i got some feedback from him he really enjoyed his visit so i have a story on him here pretty soon uh and then they had uh tion gray the uh lineman yeah. out of hazelwood central um you know uh missouri kind of worked him at, brought him in this summer and they offered him he kind of worked at it like offensive lineman defensive lineman i think missouri kind of likes him more on the offensive side of the ball uh, but obviously, uh, Missouri's made a pretty good impact on his recruiting process so far early on. So he's another guy to keep an eye on. Nick, next home game is is going to be October 1st. It's Georgia at 630. I mean, I would think, you know, if you're bringing kids in and you want to show them off an atmosphere, I mean, look, you're probably not going to win the game. But I don't think anybody who's being recruited by Missouri is going to come here and go, oh, well, Georgia's better than them. I'm not going to go there now. I mean, I, I, I think you probably know Georgia's pretty good at football, right? So. I, to me, primetime game should be the biggest crowd of the year, I would think, especially if Missouri maybe can can pull off a win this weekend. Um, I, I would think that would be a time that maybe some of these kids, especially the the committed kids and and maybe some of the 23 and 24 kids will, will be in town. Yeah, that's uh, every indication I'm getting from everybody I talk to, uh, that that's going to be a big visit weekend. I know Ryan Wingo said he's going to probably be – at, back in Missouri for that for that game and um you know I, I Clint Crosgrove did a national story today about you know kind of the impact of you know a guy like Luther Burden and how teams mm-hmm. are kind of utilizing those high you know those high profile freshmen you know just for the future of recruiting and I mean Lingo pretty much says like I said hey what are, what are you going to be checking out I know you've been to Missouri a, a bunch of times already what do you want to check out when you go to that Georgia game I want to see how Luther does so um, yeah. yeah, people. I mean, wide receivers are going to be watching that. So you know, right? And, and I read that. I read that story from Clint, and and my first thought was like, I don't think this is a new development. I don't think <laughs> you know, getting five star freshmen on the field and telling high school kids, look, you can play as a true freshman. Like, 
I think that's kind of a tale as old as time in recruiting, right? I mean, that's why we've been saying, you know, Luther Burden's going to get the ball a lot. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I think you kind of – also at the same time, I think you, you kind of want to see it with your own eyes. You know, you can tell mm-hmm. somebody that, yeah. but you want to make sure the coaching staff is able to scheme up some uh, some plays to get him the ball, you know. So, right. you know, just want to make sure, you know, coaches aren't kind of blowing smoke up your butt, you know. So yeah. they do have a game plan. They're going to stick to it, but – yeah, the uh, you know the Georgia game. It's kind of a double-edged sword. You're playing Georgia. You know you're not going to win, but I think you're banking off it being a big crowd. The atmosphere is good. Good atmosphere. Can, everybody yeah. can see the facilities, and then the coaches have to be like, "Hey, we got beat, but here's opportunities here, 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 and here, and mm-hmm. uh, opportunities for early playing time for you guys if you want to come here." So. Right. I, I mean, I've always said you sell one of two things in recruiting. You either sell if you're Georgia, you sell, "Yo, we're on top. Come help keep us on top." If you're Missouri, you say, we're not on top. We need you to help get us on top. I mean, those are the only two pitches that that really end up mattering. Uh, <laughs> as far as Burden goes, I got an idea. Um, I, I don't know if anybody's thought of this. They should have him return punts. I feel like he would be good at that. Yeah, you know, we've kind of been talking about that <laughs> since the beginning of the year. And Finally did it. Lo and Finally behold, what happened? And it's funny that, you know, it, it kind of happened on a, on a punt. It kind of, you know, mm-hmm. was kind of hanging out. Bounce and he just picked him. it up and balanced it seen him do it a million times in high school you know he kind of yeah. takes those bounce punts and then he just picks them up and he runs so that's exactly what happened you know another thing they need to do with the recruits during the georgia game is give them all lucid burden potato chips too absolutely also um <laughs> like bags of cash right i mean i'm sorry not not actual cash just insinuate that there are guys who are on our team who have nil deals for bags of cash and we're not saying that you would get bags of cash, but there are guys on our team who do through NIL. Well, you can put bags of cash in the Luther Burden potato chips, or you can just go the Tennessee route and put them in a Happy Meal bag. I mean, it's yeah. really whatever you want to Z- do. Zach had exactly <laughs> your idea. Luther Burden chip bags filled with cash. Perfect. So, um, yeah. look, we, uh, no part of the Tuesday Tiger recruiting show advocates cheating. Um, we, we, we want everyone who does NIL as we know college coaches do across the country to do it the right way. This is not pay for play. It is not a recruiting inducement that has never happened anywhere in college football. So we just, we want to be very clear on that. Totally clean. Totally (laughs) clean. uh, (laughs) So, one, one other thing that's going on next weekend and, and, uh, you know, Sean is, is obviously 99%, uh, football, uh, with us, but next weekend, Missouri is actually having their like first basketball practice. They're setting up a basketball court on the quad on Friday night, and they're going to have three or four official visitors in. That'll be not this coming Friday, but the following Friday, uh, they'll have three or four kids in for that. They had five of or three official visitors. We have talked to them all. Uh, there are stories on the site: uh, Marcus Allen, Jordan Butler, and T.O. Barrett. And they also had a couple of uh, unofficial visitors, including Nas Cunningham, the number two player in the country in the 2024 class, which is that tends to draw some attention when you get the number two kid in any class on campus. Yeah, that should be a, that should pop some eyeballs and turn some heads right there. I mean, here's a cool. I mean, I think putting up a court on the quad is a pretty awesome idea. Yeah, it <laughs> I is mean, kind of. I, I'll be interested to see what it's like. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be broadcast or anything like that, but I am curious to see video of that and just kind of see how that kind of presents. I think it's a really awesome idea and it's something different. Yeah, I mean, do it for sure. Um, we will. We'll certainly be over there covering that on uh, Friday. I believe it's. 
September 30th. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, pretty quiet. We road game this weekend. I'm going to uh, head that way on uh, on Friday with Gerard Hamilton. So Sean will will hold down the fort on anything that happens recruiting wise. And, uh, you know, we just want to hang out with you guys every Tuesday, make sure we're keeping you up to date. I don't know, Sean, did we miss anything then? Anything you want to say? Yeah, I think you forgot the schedule where I will be in St. Louis for oh, there to you watch go. Brett Norfleet and Ja'Kai Lang play each other Friday night. Okay. So I will be in St. Louis for that. We call that um, economic scheduling, right? We get two two commitments, one game. That's just that's just us being smart, man. I knew you were yeah, going to be on the road, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough because I do like to take highlights, and since one plays offense and the other plays defense. It will be a little bit tough for me to get complete highlights of everybody, but I'll try my best. I the mean, there may be folks. times because Lang lines up some at defensive end. There could be times Norfleet could block Lang and you could just yeah. get lucky. I'm right? hoping I'm hoping there's a, some pretty good matchups there between the two and, and get those on video. So For sure. Um, all right, so Sean will be in St. Louis. I'll be in Auburn, Alabama with Gerard Hamilton. Uh, James Carlton will be available on the phone or online as he always is. Well, I mean, maybe not on the phone 24 hours a day, but definitely online 24 hours a day, carltoninsurance.net. And uh, James just, just wants a shot to, to earn your insurance business. And one of the things he's going to do, if you call him or you email him, get in touch with him anyway, and you tell him you heard about him on Power Mizzou uh, or on this show, this podcast, however you're listening, then he, if he gives you a quote, he's going to donate $20 to Missouri's NIL Collective. That is Advancing Missouri Athletes. Uh, he's a Missouri fan. He wants Mizzou to do well. So given that I assume if you're watching this show, you kind of feel the same way, hey, you got to have insurance. Why wouldn't you uh, use a Power Mizzou guy and a Missouri fan to uh, take care of your insurance needs? So make sure to do that. Uh, James Carlton, State Farm Insurance, carltoninsurance.net. His phone number is 314-961-4800. You can get in touch with him uh, before you log off. If you joined us live, appreciate you uh, doing that on a Tuesday afternoon, helping you through your workday. Uh, like the show, subscribe to the channel, all those things. If you're listening on the podcast, Leave a five-star review um, and join us again. So, Sean, I don't know. I guess we'll uh, we'll do this again. I, let's do it on Tuesday. How's that sound? Sounds great. You know, considering the show's name, I wouldn't want to do it any other day. <laughs> All right, man. Sean Williams there. Gabe DeArmond here. Appreciate you guys listening. Talk to you next time.